הרני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שגרנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שאוכלי עפר הקדוש ממש בארץ המה. ובבחינת רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למנחה נובע מכוח חוכמה. רבנו נחמן מפגם את שמחה. נע נח נחמן נחמן מאומן. לאיכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם. We continue along the themes of fasting. We're going to start talking about what he's about to do today. Um, in sections Kuf Samech Aref and Kuf Samech Bet of Sichot Aran, conversations 161 and 162. One time, Rabbeinu was in great danger. On Friday night, after he had just fasted from the previous Saturday night to that night, which was Friday night. Essentially, Rabbeinu had fasted six days. And why was Rabbeinu in danger? Because he didn't prepare himself anything for after for breaking the fast, essentially. Um, he didn't prepare himself the foods necessary to break the fast whenever you're fasting consecutively for, for six days. Just like it's customary for people if they do this sort of uh, fasting. Or even just a regular fast, you do not break the fast on something very heavy, on something sharp. You break the fast on like milk or drinks that are warmer, things that are easy, like soup. Rabbeinu did not prepare himself at all for this. And not a single person knew the fasting that we just saw um, in the section above, that Rabbeinu made his attendants swear not to tell a single person, a single soul. So nobody knew. And Rabbeinu to prevent people from knowing this, to make sure that he was running away from honor at all costs. Rabbeinu ate just like everyone else, as if everyone else, as if uh, Rabbeinu hadn't fasted that week. He made it seem to everyone as if uh, he was hungry normally, like every single person was on a Friday night. Um, and he ate the same foods everyone else ate, the same amounts, etc. And uh, one time Rabban was in great danger. There was great noise. And uh, nonetheless, after the fasting from Shabbat to Shabbat, it was Friday, Rabban had been fasting since Saturday night. And um, on that Friday, it's customary, we know that uh, it's very important to go to the Mikveh, past half day, past noon, halachic noon. And halachic um, midday, and Rabenu started going to the bathhouse, uh, the mikveh, and the mikveh over there was very, very cold, it was freezing. Rabenu went to dip inside the mikveh. Rabenu stood in the mikveh for a very, very long time. For two consecutive hours, Rabenu was in the water. Even a healthy person could not endure such cold temperatures. And yet Rabenu, after fasting from Shabbat to Shabbat, was still doing this. I want to show you the sacrifice of uh, what Rabenu was doing well before he attained those levels that he said do not need to do such difficult abudot. Um, of course, Rabenu has a Torah and a Moran. A person doesn't need to do such difficult uh, things like fasting and and um, cold mikvehs um, if you have emunah. And uh, Rabenu speaks about this in the Moran. A person who has emunah doesn't need avodot kashot, such difficult uh, acts of divine service. But uh, Rabbeinu still went through this at the beginning, before he attained those levels, where he said one does not need to do this to attain those great levels. But um, look at the sacrifice we're talking about here. 
Rabbeinu completely broke his body, all his desires. So, something that uh, we should strive and yearn for. Even though it's superhuman, essentially. Nonetheless, it's still possible, as Rabbeinu said to every single, every single person, that I'm telling you this because you guys can all do this. You guys can all become Kamoni Ramash, literally like me. So, Si'iv Kufsam Erbet, Conversation 162. Bikilat when Rabbeinu came back from Eretz Yisrael, he moved to the uh, city or the town of Zlatipalia. This uh, town um, that he moved for uh, that he moved to for about two years before he moved to Breslev, and that's where he established his his main Hasidut, his main uh, his main following was in Breslev. Um, but before this, when Rabbeinu returned from Eretz Yisrael, he stayed in Zlatipalia for two years about. He and Rabbeinu was staying here. He had fasted from Shabbat to Shabbat. And on Friday, Rabbeinu had to be carried to the bathhouse, to the mikveh. Because he could not walk on his own, he was so weak. And Rabbeinu said the reason for this was because it was no, becoming known to the public that he was fasting. And because people had begun to know, this is why it became much more difficult for him. For this reason, Rabbeinu became so faint. Rabbeinu Zichon Vecha Rabbeinu may his memory be a blessing. Even though Rabbeinu had a very special room in um, his village that he would sit alone in, that he would do his avodat Hashem Nonetheless, Rabbeinu wouldn't use the room too much. The majority of the time, Rabbeinu would go out to the fields, into some forest, and uh, he would do his to do there. He would seclude himself and speak to God in his own language. Very, very much he did so. Rabbeinu attributed all his greatness to this specific practice. And one time I went with him when Rabbeinu was in Medvedevka. Rabbeinu was living there in the beginning. Look in Chaim Moran. Um, when it discusses Rabbeinu's uh, settling and his journeys, Seif uh, Tet, number nine over there, discusses this, that when Rabbeinu was in Medvedevka, Rabbi Natan went out with Rabbeinu, and Rabbi Natan says, I went with Rabbeinu, here and there, wandering from this place to that place, in the forest, or in the field, uh, through the mountain, and Rabbeinu would point his hand to the fields and to the mountains, and he would say, take this to me. Rabbeinu pointed to the fields and the mountains and he said these fields and mountains that you are seeing right now that are surrounding the city and all the places that are surrounding the city that are in this field I walked through all of them I traveled through all of them I strolled through all of them I went through them many many times over when Rabbeinu was pointing to all these places, he was telling Rabbi Natan that he had done his bodhidut in all these places. And he was familiar, and he knew these forests and these fields, like the back of his hand, like the palm of his hand. And Rabbeinu told me that, uh, uh, he was telling Rabbi Natan that over there on the top of this mountain, there's a very high place. And on the top of that place, on the top of that mountain, there's an inclusion or like a dip. 
והיה עולה על ראש גובה ההר ונכנס לתוך הבקעה שבתוכו ושם היה אוהב להתבודד כמה פעמים. And he said to Rabbi Nathan that he would do this constantly, go up on top of the mountain, enter that inclusion, and do his bodedut there. Many times he did this. And other times he would go to different places. And all of this was taking place in the time when Rabbeinu was in Medvedevka, when Rabbeinu was already a renowned Sadiq, and he was already living there. Aside from the times he engaged in Ibadudut earlier, when he lived in a nearby village. This is all Rabbeinu using, doing more and more Avodat Hashem, pushing the boundaries. And so too in the beginning, when Rabbeinu was dwelling in Medzibos, this was in his youth, Rabbeinu was born in Medzibos. In Medjibosh. Also after the Rabbeinu began to settle in Zatipalia. I believe this was, um, yeah, when we, whenever he came back from uh, Eretz Yisrael. And the same is true in the town of Breslev when Rabbeinu moved. Every single day Rabbeinu would do Hidbodedut a lot, a, a long amount of time. And sometimes Rabbeinu would do it the entire day. We're going to see in the next uh, podcast, the next uh, conversation, uh, a story of Rabbeinu would do the entire day when he grabs a student and tells him to come with me. And uh, the story of this student recounting, it, uh, recounting the story to Rabbi Natan, we're going to see it in the uh, next episode of the podcast. But uh, that's it for today. Baruch Hashem, may we uh, strive after these Avodat Hashem, this Avodat Hashem, the Rabbeinu, so much, so emphasized this, uh, the, the importance of doing Yibodudut, to speak to Hashem in our own language, to converse to Hashem like He's our best friend, not to leave anything out, and to really speak to Hashem in Bach, because this is what Hashem wants, He wants the attention. And uh, Rabbeinu said, I'm, I'm confused how we allow Hashem in Bach to bring decrees into the world. We have to be doing Yibodudut constantly to draw Hashem Yitbach away from the decrees he's signing and to pay attention to us. God willing, may we have the merit to do so at least for an hour a day like Rabbeinu um, uh, advised us to do. Hopefully more and more and more so that we can become tzaddikim and uh, follow the footsteps of these great tzaddikim before us. That's it for today. Next uh, episode starting with Se'if Kuf Sabah Gimel.